Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me. It's Jillian Barbary along with Liz, of course, who's always with me. Hello, everybody. And today our special guest is an old friend, a dear a dear friend. How about that? A longtime friend. You Michael McDonald. You know him from <laughs> many, many things. Acting, comedies, producing, directing, stand-up comedy. You've done everything. Groundlings. Is that where you start? I read you were a banker and I was like, what? Yeah. No. That you was- started <laughs> as a banker? Uh, yeah, I went to USC for business. You know Will Farrell went to USC too. I do. He was a sports information major. Oh my god, this These is all making sense are like, because what did I pay this education? My this for? is a true story. My ex-husband who was a major league ball player. This is a true fucking crazy story. We're sitting watching a movie one day. And my ex-husband knew nothing about anybody. He didn't even know who Heather Locklear was. Baseball was his life. <laughs> and so, put it this way, we dated for a long time and he didn't know my phone number because he wanted to have all the pictures numbers in his head. He's like, I don't want to clog my memory. So anyway, we're watching this movie and <laughs> what? Will Ferrell's in it and he goes, I know that guy. I'm like, what guy? And he goes, that guy. And I go, Will Ferrell guy? He goes, yeah, we used to call him a theater idiot uh he was in my dorm at usc i go wait what are you blowing my mind you went to school and he goes like yeah he was a theater d- geek i go what Did how he is word geek i think he used something a little maybe, worse maybe an f word maybe it was <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and i was like wow who are we and, and he had never mentioned will ferrell before he didn't even know his name he, he goes i know that dude <laughs> I'm like, you mean the Will Ferrell dude on TV? So you were there the same time as Will? I, I'm a couple of years older. I think I'm two or three years okay. older than Will. But um, Did I he... didn't know him in college. But he was in the Groundlings. And he was in the Groundlings uh, a couple of years behind me. So oh, wow. Okay, so you, you're minding your own business as a banker. And some a friend takes you to see the Groundlings? How a did that friend, work out? A friend, a girl from... Um, college who took business classes with me she was like oh I'm gonna become an actress and uh, I'm studying improv at this place called the Groundling Theater I've never heard of it it sounded like a dumb name to me <laughs> and she goes uh, oh I've got, I've got um, tickets student tickets and I can bring somebody for free or half price or something let's go so I went with her and I'd never seen improv before. I didn't understand it at all. And I was blown away by it. it Kathy Griffin was there. Okay. Um, Julia Sweeney. Oh, wow. Um, and a few other people, that, uh, brilliant people that maybe aren't household names. But um, What about it made, blew you away? Just the, the It was way so it, exciting that they were just making everything up. Uh, as they went along. I, yeah. And, and they were so good that I quit my job that Friday. <gasps> I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. Wait a second. I remember going on the Mad TV set and seeing you and being completely freaked out because I was a fan and you were so funny in all of your sketches and being like, I could never be like, fuck it, I'm going to quit the news business and come into... But you had it in you to say, I can do this, right? Well, I didn't know if I could or if I could do it well, but I just... I got the bug. You got the bug. Were bit. you the banker that cracked jokes and shit, or you weren't that guy? <laughs> like, did um, they know you was a funny guy? Because I, I was. I mean, I, I grew up in a funny family, and yeah. humor has always been important to. Are you Irish? People. Yeah. Irish. Are they drinkers and mm-hmm. like funny? Oh yeah, me too. My yeah. mother, born and raised in County Cork. Yeah, she was. All quite my grandparents the, are from Ireland. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom was born and raised there, and quite the uh, funny lady and quite a drinker. Uh-huh. Um, so. And a bit of a pill popper, but anyway, I digress. Um, rest in peace, Jerry. She's amazing. So you end up saying, okay, I quit my job, which is a ballsy move in and of itself, but you're from LA. So you were kind of, it's not like you came here from Wisconsin off the turnip truck. You're Fullerton? Yeah. Okay. The Paris of Orange County. Oh, it is gorgeous. Beautiful. Yes. Absolutely. So you come from LA and you know what the business is kind of already. And so it wasn't maybe a big leap for you to just sort of quit and then, or were you just 
ignorance is bliss. I, th- I, I think it was a combo, but I, I, uh, I hated banking. It was awful. And I cannot even imagine. I was a loan officer in a bank. And a loan officer? It's yeah. even worse. God, yeah. you have to say no uh, to people. And, and that's virtually all you, yeah. that I, you know, I, they wouldn't, they only want to give money to people who uh, don't need it. Really. Yeah, who have yeah. money. So yeah, and I was, I then had to become a waiter and I was a waiter for seven years. And I cannot tell you, like several times somebody would come in and sit at my table who I had turned down for a loan. And it was just like. Oh, justice. <laughs> And the specials are. Oh God! I, so, the I, tables had literally and figuratively turned. <laughs> Even though I mean I, I didn't deny anybody. You're was, like, my I'm, bosses wouldn't let me. Of course, I'm not getting a good tip on this table. Oh, yeah. son of a bitch! Uh-huh. I know that face. So, how long did it take for you to, when you quit your banky job, to get into the Groundlings and start really, you know, feeling your way there? Uh, I would say it took about two years of classes and then two years of performing on the sort of the the junior level the sunday company is the kind of the jv team that they pull yeah. people from so yeah it was almost four years it was kind of like that was my but college what a great school that is right yeah. i mean that's where you mm. really learn the chops of your business and so was it mad tv right after that or no i was in the main company for like four years or something and i was getting written up in the la times like this is the next you know, we, many of us got yeah. these kinds of write-ups. Attention. I wasn't the only person, but I, I was getting all these write-ups like, we'll see this guy, you know, this one's going, going places. places. yeah. And well, you stood nothing, out. nothing. I couldn't though. I, like I couldn't get an agent. I couldn't get wow. jobs other than occasionally, uh, you know, little things here or there. But so I thought, oh, well, and I was doing some really bad Roger Corman movies. Oh, uh, in them? I love Roger you Corman. Were actually acting in them? Yeah, but like really small parts yeah. and stuff. And then uh, oh, I, love they, him. Yeah. I was like, uh, oh, these are so horribly written. I can write as bad as this. <laughs> so I <laughs> asked to write a movie and he let me. And oh, then, wow. then it was the same with directing where like I was getting my movies made, but they were being directed badly. And I was, You're like, I can direct I'll as direct. badly as this. <laughs> And um, so then I sort of, that's what I thought, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit acting. I'm just going to be a writer-director. And that's when Mad TV called. Wait, were you already, because I was reading about, I had no idea that you worked on Scrubs. Was that at the same time as Mad TV? Uh, No, uh, well, it overlapped a little bit. I started as an actor on it. I just kind of recurred in this funny little thing. But um, then... I was actually at a wedding at Nicole Sullivan from MTV's wedding. Yeah. We were in Mexico. Everyone was wasted. And Bill Lawrence, the creator of, of Scrubs. Scrubs and many other shows, he, he said, hey, how you doing? I go, I'm, I'm great. How are you? And he said, oh, I'm so drunk. I'd say yes to anything right about now. Mm. And I said, can I direct an episode of Scrubs? And he said, sure. <laughs> and that's... Shut up. And that's I love Bill. That happened. That's kind of ballsy. <laughs> and were you drunk too? Or did oh, yeah. you, but you But you knew you could do that? Because it's one thing to say it. Like, it seems like you've got this inner confidence that I don't know that I would have. Like, Mad TV was a great example. They asked me to come do a sketch, and I was like, oh, God. They're like, no, you're going to play this primal, you know, cave woman, but you're really the NFL. You were so funny in that. The Glamazons. The Glamazons. Oh, my God. That was (laughs) fabulous. But I remember thinking, I would never be able to go and just be up like, yeah, I'm going to be in a skit, or I'm going to direct, but that's... You're like, okay, yeah, well, let's give it to me and we'll see what happens, right? And um, then when you yeah, sobered I mean, up, I were had, you scared? I, I was nervous that time for sure because that was the first prime time comedy that I directed. But I had directed a bunch of Mad TV at that point. Oh, uh, because you had the confidence to. Yeah. I, I mean, I had I, I sort of, and also I directed five 
movies, I think, so how, uh, at that point. Did you how take did you, lessons yeah. to learn how to direct? Yeah, like, what do you, how, did, like, how did you follow up after the drunk wedding conversation? Who called who like, hey, remember yeah, that conversation oh, at the bar? I, I'm sure I had to. <laughs> yeah, you had but, to, yeah. Um, he was he made good on it. And then I ended up doing several. So you, and you did Cougar Town, too. You directed some Cougar Towns. Yeah, I was kind of the producing director, I guess, in a wow. way. I did about a third of the episodes. That's incredible. So take me back to Mad TV. Did you have to audition for that? Or was that something they were like, oh, we like you. We see you in the Groundlings. You're hilarious and we want you. Um, both. They said, <laughs> nice. we like you. Um, now audition several times. And wow. at a certain point, I just said, I'm not auditioning anymore. You yeah. know where to find me. And uh, I went back and did a, like an improv show with the Groundlings or something. And then they and called. Then I got it. Yeah. Oh, well, you stood out. I mean, so many characters. Of course, Stuart was brilliant. <laughs> I was just watching the, uh, which I love, the video store. I mean, I love that character oh, so much. Oh, um, Larry Fellner. Larry, the, yeah. The, With his um, perm and he's very serious about his movies. So yeah. whenever people are bashing a movie, he like goes crazy over the counter. Well, because everything on our on Mad TV, especially, but also just in general, everybody just trashish stuff and oh, yeah. takes people down and yeah. so I wanted want I wanted somebody that was, was like completely on board with the if it would be the Kardashians or whoever you know people yeah. rag on now yeah. like just he, like, he would just be the number one fan of everybody well when you pitch that do you have to pitch it to producers or are you saying this is a great character like how do you guys do it how did you do that it depends um for me I, at that point I wrote most of my recurring character right. stuff um which were big hits like i feel like you were a standout don't you liz don't you oh, feel yeah. like you'd watch it and there'd be characters I would look like forward to his definitely alex yeah. stood out you yeah. stood out if you don't know who we're talking about it's alex borstein who is brilliant many brilliant characters can sing rosie remember when she was rosie yeah and now best. marvelous miss Maisel. yeah she is so incredible in that role yeah it's funny i just talked to alex yesterday oh really <laughs> yeah because she's is in she, spain all I, the time she lives, she yeah. lives in spain she lives in spain she did something oh, magical, magical with her life like she Fuck lives the life she lives the life and she's had her shit we all had our stuff be it this that personal yep. but she just you know and that's why this show for her oh is perfect mazel is perfect for yeah. her yeah it's brilliant. She's a really good actress. <laughs> she accepts the awards. It's pretty classic. She's you look forward to it like, incredible. oh, here we go. She's pretty incredible. Yeah, um, she's fearless. You guys stood out. And so, you know, Deborah Wilson, whom we know, and <laughs> oh my God, oh, she's, man. A, she's a trip. <laughs> Deborah is, and I would say this to her face, she's out of her mind. Oh no, we know. She was at my wedding. Out she's of out of her God fucking mind. Damn mind. Out of her mind. <laughs> Which is what you kind of love about her because you never know. She's well, like her, when she would play Whitney Houston <laughs> or, or Oprah, but Whitney Houston, especially, oh. like, she can commit to such mm -hmm. a degree that I, I thought her impression of Whitney Houston was unreal. It was unreal. unbelievable. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. And her was, Oprah was great too. Oprah was wonderful. There's so many standouts. And were you there when Artie was there too? Because Artie's been really open about his time on no he left season two and i came on season four you know you were my first interviewer what you came on i think we were on the same lot at that point I th yes we were way back when the old wiltern lot mm -hmm. yeah and then um you came on and it was an interview on stage set. yeah I remember on set. That. Yes. we were in a convertible yep and you yes. were, you, were, you were asking me all kinds of personal questions and, stuff. <laughs> and right out of the gate it was just all this personal shit and like you know tell me about your, you have mommy issue or like all, all kinds of stuff and then you say I won't, I won't say anything that you don't want but just tell me I did you crazy. feel like you had to answer everything because oh it was your God. first I, interview I, I, just, I enjoyed this it. crazy woman she's crazier than <laughs> Deb 
It was, wow. it was fun. I remember that very, very well. Yeah, how did you end up on Glamazon? I mean, because that, I remember the outfit. I, I've seen pictures of it. Oh, but- it was great. It was such a fun skit. Um, I have no idea. I think they called and somebody it was one of the producers and they said we need to write something at that point I think I was doing a little acting as well but not yeah, anything like to the extent were... of what I mean you know like sitcom here and there they would pull me like Pamela Anderson right I think I had done VIP I had not done uh Good Morning Miami yet but I I was on a couple of radars and so they called in and I said all right this sounds fun and I was out of my mind anyway and they're like we're gonna be half naked you're gonna be running through it's like we're getting chased by dinosaurs then you're gonna break into the weather <laughs> terrible like, acting this, like you've got I mean, to overact you've got to overact I'm like this sounds like a dream come true <laughs> and then uh you're gonna you know so and Mo was in it with me Mo Collins who is oh, hilarious right. genius woman genius and do you know she's married to one of the Dan band guys I fucking the one of the backup guys yeah. I just saw them yeah. a few months ago they're I incredible I discovered the Dan band I had to go to. Oh, a, you're taking credit. Oh, I, Dan gives me credit. Okay. Um, I had to go to this horrible mall. Open. It was a Bloomingdale's in the Valley, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" So I go there relentlessly, and I swear to you, this happened. I see these three guys set up, and they start singing like Gloria. And there's no, there's like blue hair shopping for purses. Who? What the hell is going on over there on stage? And I was like. So I get to the front of the stage. I pull out a lighter, and I'm doing this. Oh, these guys are fucking amazing, right? <laughs> I go, I, I got to interview you guys. I forget the Bloomingdale's opening. I start interviewing them. I'm like, you're coming on the news. I am doing this whole thing on you. Kathy Najimi, his wife, sends mm-hmm. me this massive thing of flowers. She's like, you're hilarious because nobody gets this. I'm like, oh, I do. And if I ever had a late night show, that would be my house band. So I would promote the Dan band all the time on the show. They would play the music behind me and they would always like, she, Kathy would call me up and say, I can't believe you're promoting my husband like this. This is great. She goes, you must be really warped. So then her and I became <laughs> friends. And then Dan and I became friends, and um, he's just an incredible person. But then find out Mo Collins' husband is in the Dan band. And was that before they did Wedding Crashers? Because that definitely. I think he was. I in think that. people were like, because it's a guy band singing yeah. women anthems. Yeah. yeah. And so at oh, that the was wedding, way before. No, he was opening a fucking Bloomingdale's. <laughs> and there's Jillian going, "You are the most incredible act I've ever seen. What are we doing here? Do you have a manager?" They're like, "What? No. <laughs> you guys are genius." But anyway. Um, so then you're on Mad TV and I get called to do the skit, but you were doing, I just remember seeing you do a skit there and I was so in awe and freaked out. Like, oh my God, these guys are genius. Like this is, and you were there for 10. I did 10 seasons. seasons. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a lot of wigs. It's a lot of wigs. It's a lot of character. <laughs> you mean that wasn't your real Afro in the video store? That wasn't it. Um, so then uh, from there, like I see you in cameos and movies and it makes me so happy. Like my son today, we were talking about, he's like, oh, I like him. He's in Ghostbusters. I go, of course. Mm-hmm. My favorite all time movie that you've ever done. I don't, it's just, it's such a funny part that I watched it again and peed my pants laughing is Spy with oh. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I, if you haven't seen that, please, cause she's undercover and all she wants to do is be something really cool and you're like Q or you're, yeah, um, you're her, like the guy with the cute. gadget. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's got all the gadgets and he's like stool softener, <laughs> laxative wipes. And she's just like, oh really? Carol the cat lady? It's just so funny. So you always end up in these scenes to me that steal. Like, how do you do you audition for that? Or they go, no, she Michael, was it'll Growlings, be you. right? Wasn't she, she was in she, my class, actually. You were a teacher there? Yeah. And you taught wait, her. Wait, wait. So I taught. Blow my mind. So she and her husband, Ben, yes. were in my class together. And um, oh my God. I didn't know anything about them other than they were very funny. And we would go out after class. And oh Melissa tells me this. I don't remember this, but. After class, we all got drinks, and I just, 
I thought I'd do a bit, and I turned to the two of them. They were sitting next to each other, and I go, I know you two are fucking. And then I just turned and spoke to the other people on the other side of the table and just let it sit there. And unbeknownst to me, they were together. And they were like, oh my God, he knows, he knows. knows." So, like they... And I had no idea that I had just like rip, oh my rippled God. the waters. Oh, the power it. couples of Hollywood. Now <laughs> they are. Yeah. Ben yeah. Falcone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, because he directed her, I think, in Tammy. So when you saw them come up, I, I did not know you were, you taught them. My God, because she was like working at a dry cleaners here. She was doing all kinds mm-hmm. of things on Wilshire Boulevard, you know. And... um that sounded very provocative. All these oh. kind of things on Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah, Wilshire, right. you know, Wilshire. all the whores on Wilshire. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, um, so you stayed in touch, obviously. So you saw mm-hmm. her career take off. Well, yeah, and then she got in the Growlings, and I just thought they were super funny. And we all kept in touch. I went to her wedding, and wow. Um, then. Uh, oh, I guess it was in the heat. I love um, that with Sandy. Where, yeah, because you were, so, yeah, you were great. So Paul Feig, he tried to cast me a few times in TV stuff, and I never booked it because I'm a terrible auditioner. But um, mm, they they pulled me in to read for the bad guy in the Heat, or yeah. one of them, and I drove all the way there. And then I thought, I'm never going to get this. Why am I even bothering? Here, yeah. God damn it! Do you have an anxiety <laughs> attack at all, or no? Oh, you're yeah, just like I'm, I'm me too. Super I nervous about it. I wouldn't. I'm. I Even though they called nervous. you in to read, you're still like, oh. An audition is, to me, the most me harrowing thing there is. Do you know I, I've left auditions. Like, I pulled up. I, I have had have. huge auditions, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. I'm literally in front of the yeah. building, and I that's go, why exactly, am I here? That's exactly what mm-hmm. I, really? how I felt. And if, and you if they said, and, you know, hey, you got the part, you don't have to audition, and it's going to be in front of 5,000 people live with Robert De Niro, I wouldn't be nervous at all. It, oh, that's Performing, it doesn't make me nervous. It's, it's the actual getting the part. Yeah. I totally understand that and every acting people are like oh that's bullshit because you've acted i go no no no. todd phillips called me david cohan and max munchnik called me to be in good morning miami pamela anderson called me and with a part written and so i've been on auditions where you walk in the room and you see all these familiar like the larry uh, david audition for curb mm-hmm. your enthusiasm i was like fuck it i'll go because i knew jeff garland and i knew his wife marlon she's like come just audition fuck it it'll be fun i'm like fuck it you're right fuck it i'm going i'm gonna go audition I get in the car and I get there and I'm like, there's Jillian gonna, gonna audition. This is huge for me, right? And I get into the room and it's every, so it's Constance Zimmer who I worked with on Good Morning Miami. The whole cast the, is there. You improvise with you them. You improvise with them. Uh-huh. But outside of that, the hall is filled with prominent fucking actresses. And they're all like, look, and then I get in my own head. They're like, what the fuck is she doing here? And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing here? I'm out, ladies. <laughs> I'm out. And... um. I get it. So unless it's given or written. So now with Paul Feig, did he say to you, I have something or did Melissa? No, sorry. Yeah. So then um, I auditioned and the casting director is um, this incredible, incredible woman, Alison Jones, who casts every great project pretty much, especially comedically. She's the only one actually I don't get nervous for because she's so um, supportive of actors. So cool. And um, so I did it. Yeah, I did it. And oh, and it was a, I had to do a Boston accent, and that was the other thing. And you had to like, be a huh. bad guy with a Boston accent. Right, and so, like, at the end, I was kind of getting ready to do my walk of shame, and she goes, that was a really good Boston accent, and I know because I'm from Boston. Oh. And you didn't overdo it, and blah, 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 and I was like, oh, oh good, at least I didn't embarrass myself. Well, it, thanks, it was great to see you. you know, I'm I'll, I'll watch the movie when it comes out, I'm sure <laughs> I will. And then, um, uh, apparently, Paul Feig 
went to Melissa and said, I'm thinking of casting Mike McDonald as the bad guy. Oh my God. Is that weird since he's only really known, you know, as more, much more comedic stuff. And there was, you know, some kind of a heavy things. role. Yeah. And uh, she goes, oh, no one's scarier than Michael McDonald. And then she told <laughs> him the, she told him the, the story. story about like, he went, Ben and I, he said, I know you're fucking. <laughs> so, <laughs> it got you hired, that so, in a Boston yeah. accent. So yeah, like That's between so Paul and Melissa, we've ended up collaborating a fair amount of time. And Paul as well, he also did The Spy. He did Spy. Yeah. And the Heat and... Uh, if you haven't seen and, them, and Ghostbusters. The best. It's one, and Ghostbusters, of course, which was brilliant. But if you have not seen Spy, what I loved about it was serious. And Rose Byrne, she's hysterical. Oh, oh my, my God. God, she's funny. She surprises you every In time. In the plane yeah. when they're going, and Melissa, <laughs> yes. Melissa, you expect to be funny because I, I think she's fucking brilliant. Like her yeah. faces kill me. She doesn't even <laughs> have to say anything. Like when she's Carol the Cat Lady. But Rose, in the plane when it's yeah. going, she's got some chops. But that's, I think, a credit not just to her, but to Paul Feig, who so many directors or producers and studios and everybody, they, they, I think are afraid to take a risk mm. and show somebody in a different light well, than they've been known. Absolutely. And he did it again with, uh, the movie with Blake Lively. I thought it was oh, yeah. brilliant. Ooh, the the one that just was like out. Was proposal she, or it yes. was uh, a simple plan yeah. and she's with Anna Kendrick and it just, it was like, Oh, Paul Feig takes a darker turn. It was brilliant because there were so many funny moments in it. It's like spies, but I had very serious, like, you know, but yet it was fun. It was such a fun ride. Yeah. And they work really well together. Obviously, Melissa mm -hmm. and, and her husband and Paul, the yep. three of them sort of collaborate. And, and it's well, like, I think Paul, when he directs, I don't think he works with Ben. I think Ben, Ben directs, directs and writes him. on his own other things with Melissa. But I don't know if they've, wow. I could be wrong if they have. I thought they did with Tammy, but I okay, oh, maybe. so Ben no. did Tammy. No, Paul yeah. did not. Okay. Yeah, that was. They're all so brilliant. So now, okay, so you established this, I did not know you were her, the teacher at the Groundlings. <laughs> to me, that's absolutely incredible. Is it something that you love to do to give back, is to, to teach? No, back, I mean, back then, uh, I was just a struggling actor, and I, you know, I was doing that for the money. It also happened to be rewarding. Wow. Um, but no, I was purely for the money. So all of the uh, things that you've done, the hats that you've worn, because you have directed a lot of shows and produced, what's your favorite to be? In front, behind? The camera, or do you like it all? Uh, you know, it it really kind of depends on on the project. Although I will, acting is the easiest in terms of you just show up and mm -hmm. you, oh, I read this and I re repeat these lines. I, I can so do I, just, that. I memorize those and then I say <laughs> them again. Someone will bring me lunch and you know, I take and a I, nap and I leave. Yeah. There are people hauling things around long before you get there, yeah. and there are people hauling things around long yeah. after. You know, directing really? is, directing is a lot of work and. But you like you like it. Um, yeah, and it it all depends on the people and the material. Really, ultimately, that's the most important. I'd rather be directing something that was really great than acting on something that was kind of hacky. You well, know? I was talking to um, Greg Grunberg recently about because he was in Stars Born with Bradley Cooper because Bradley wrote, directed, sang, and he played a drunk in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how do you wear all those hats while you're you know, so have you directed yourself before? Yeah. You have. Yeah. I'm oh. fascinated by this. How, what was it for and how did you? Uh, on a few of the shows that I've been on, like on Scrubs and uh, Cougar Town and some sitcoms that I did guest spots on, a lot of times they would have me read a part at the table read on an episode I'm directing 
and they don't cast the little side parts a lot of times right. before the table. So um, I just did them and then they would be like, why don't you just play it? Or, you know, things like that. Happen. Right. Or do you mind doing this? And you're um, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, sure. Um, and those are fun to do, but um, uh, it's, I actually don't like to direct myself because I don't. don't think, I always walk away thinking I'm, I'm not doing a good, good job, job on either one. I'm sort of, uh, so you're so kind of hard on yourself. And I, I, I don't know. It's just I've done it, and mm. it, it it's been okay. Like we had a show, Nobodies, that Melissa and I produced together for two years on oh, TV. Yeah, yeah, on mm -hmm. TV Land, and um, so I played, I recurred on that, but I directed all of them. So you did, but that was one of those things where I think I because I felt I knew the show so well, yeah, and I was working with it was all friends, it was all Groundlings friends How that did that show. So it's like you're not even working. You're working, but you're having That's fun. That's the dream to it's me. The dream is, is mm -hmm. like I I grew it's up very jealous of like Adam Sandler oh, um, yeah. because you know he worked with I used to think I was mad at them like mm. oh they're just working with their friends you know yeah. uh, and really I didn't first of all I didn't know what I was talking about <laughs> now I totally get it like God, it's yeah. hard enough to do all this stuff to get the job and to, oh or to get God. the money and, for all the stars to align to get it yeah. on air yeah and then so yes of course you want to work with your friends it makes perfect sense to and me. you know when i see um you've got this office on the lot and they can chill or like me i want to be in that club so bad that boys club where it's evan and seth rogan where they're smoking weed and they come up with movie <laughs> ideas and then they walk over and say hi to spade and you know sandler's got a place on the lot and they're all shooting hoops i'm like it's fucking life and then you make millions of dollars mm -hmm. it's crazy to me but there's a reason people all stay together and work together yeah. in partnerships because it works, you know. Chemistry, he chemistry, mm -hmm. and he created the Happy Madison, and and then he writes these great movies, and then you can poo poo Adam Sandler. I'll watch anything he's in. My kids love him. Like there's, if you get that audience, the parents and the kids, you're golden. Yeah. You, you Speaking know. of working with the friends, you know, I loved you on was uh, Kathy Griffin's The D List. Ah, oh, oh my god. First of all, I love that show. So Kathy was my teacher, one of my teachers what? at the Groundlings. Oh, wow. That's how you two so, met. Mm -hmm. You guys there was some scene where you were either in. An inn or a hotel, and you were like whipping each other. I mean, oh, no, no, no. I think it was at Paula Deen's house. Yes, Paula Deen's. Yes. Oh, that. Oh, my was God. We so slept in the same bedroom at <laughs> yeah. Paula Deen's house. And, oh, my God. There's so many off camera stories that are so amazing. I can imagine. But um, Paula Deen was a delight. Yeah. She's, you know, hey, y'all. Oh, She's, yeah. I mean, you st her, her studio was in her actual home. Oh, wow. Like, so oh. you you walk into the kitchen where like she's... Filming. Where she, yeah, that's where she a stores her butter. 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 Yeah. A pound of butter. butter. <laughs> Everything's butter. Um, but yeah, and Kathy, she had... I can say it, right? You swear here. Yeah. yeah. But that was my favorite line of hers was... We were we were giving each other shit. We were laying in like literal Jack and Jill beds, yeah. like single beds, <laughs> like a child's bedroom. And I was saying, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, what if I did or said this and... You know, her response was, I will pull my tampon out of myself and I will whip it at you like a nunchuck. <laughs> and I, I so think gross. I just fell asleep laughing. That was like the greatest adult sleepover that you were a witness to. Oh my that God. Was so I really I missed it. that show, actually. That was so much fun. And I, your friendship was totally genuine on that show. You could oh, tell. Oh, yeah. I mean, I sh I've known her for, she was my teacher in 1989. That's I mean, I've known crazy. her for 30 years. Wow. She's like a big sister to me. I don't yeah. even, I, I haven't spoken to her in quite a while, but. Um, Did you see her um, documentary, I, which I thought was really good? Uh, I haven't seen that documentary, no, but. Um, 
you know, she's one of the fastest guns in, in mm-hmm. the West. I mean, her oh, yeah. mind goes so fast. I don't know if I told you my Kathy story. You know my Kathy story. So, oh my God, I could I could have killed her. She, because yeah, well, you know. That makes sense. It, it makes sounds sense, like right? a Kathy story. Yeah. So, of <laughs> That's course. That's how it starts. I know Brooke Shields and, you know, Brooke was telling me, oh my God, she, you know, she just used it in the stand-up with, about my mother. I was like, oh shit. So, I had had dinner at Brooke's house, like eons ago and we were talking a little bit about it didn't know that I was going to fall into the spider web so I become friendly with Kathy and 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 a bunch of people and I had just gone through a divorce and I gave myself one year from the baseball player the one who didn't know Will Will Ferrell um and so (laughs) I should have known right then it was a red flag how do you not know Will what the fuck so then I go okay um I'm gonna go out I got invited and I said I'm going to get out there again it's been a year I haven't dated fuck it I'm going out so I put on a beautiful Dolce and Gabbana dress I was like a size two and I go to this party and in I walk by myself which is another thing I get anxiety but I I was like no you're going and you've been invited and you're here and so you're going in I go in and it was everyone's drinking having a good time it's the house in the hills at Kathy's it's Kathy's I was there were you at that party it was a Christmas party yes it was yeah (laughs) Did we talk? We made out. No, no just kidding. Uh, yeah, we did. Oh, I did make out with somebody. Okay, so mm-hmm. I got really obliterated. And one of the guys came up and he's like, we're going to Andy Dick's house. I'm like, all Ugh, right. Yeah, he was there that night. I was like, fuck it, let's go to Andy Dick's. No, he's like, no, we're, we're going to go to Marilyn Manson's house. I go, all right. So we walk down the lane and then we go into the back gate and we go into Marilyn Manson's house. And so he's dating Rose McGowan at the time. Rose is not home. Rose shows up later. She's like, get your ass out of here. I was like, he jumps up and goes, but very strange. And then um, <laughs> it was me and Marilyn Manson and a guy from Marilyn Manson's band. I still don't know his name. So I end up going home. We don't sleep together. We don't. We probably made out. So because I was the makeout queen, I was going to go to LA on uh, the Monday morning and I'm driving and I hear Kathy on Howard Stern and she's like, yeah. So then Jillian Barbary takes him into the bathroom and fucks him. And I'm like, who did I fuck? What? <laughs> and I, per- I wasn't even divorced yet. So I'm like, what? So then Gary Delabate calls and I'm like, I did not. I, I'm like, I'm, tr- I'm on air. I'm defending myself because I really prided myself on the fact that I waited a full year and this is what I get when I finally go out. I'm like, I'm never going out again. So she comes on, true Kathy, comes on Good Day LA like a month later. She walks out. It's the commercial break. She goes, are we good? And I go, <laughs> I can't fucking believe you said I fucked that guy. I didn't fuck anybody. This is like in front. We're in the commercial. It's Good Day LA. There's Steve, you know, with the gray hair. He's like, I don't want to hear who you fucked. And then Dorothy's like, who, what? Oh, this is great gossip and then um she goes we go and i go no because i wasn't even divorced and da, 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 da. and they're like and she goes oh yeah okay well whatever sorry and we're back nothing on air like she would never like it was just so typically <laughs> kathy she's like well whatever it's all for the show it's all for the act like get over it it's show business <laughs> and uh you know it's true it's like this is the business that you're in and and it's just kind of she's just funny that way she doesn't give a shit she doesn't mean bad at all and it wasn't a bad thing. So if I, what if I would have? But I didn't. It's like, damn it, I should have. The way I'm feeling. But anyway, so that <laughs> night, yeah, that was a crazy, crazy. Yeah, night. I, I, we ran into each other on the stairs, and you were literally all you were saying was, "This is my first time out in years. I never do this. I can't believe I'm out all by myself. I'm so nervous. I think oh I'm gonna have God. another glass of wine. Oh yes, then, I probably had a few more and glasses. Kat, and, and Kathy, one thing she is is cheap. 
um, especially when it comes to booze. And she had two buck Chuck, Chuck. No, at her mansion. At her mansion in Hollywood Hills <laughs> yeah. with like every star you could imagine. Yeah, there. drinking two Which buck Chuck. Which in theory, cheap alcohol is good until yeah. you've had too much of You gotta it, serve and then... the good stuff first and then you get into the crap, you know. Oh no, one Halloween my girlfriend did jello shots. Oh, and you just... that's classy though. But yeah, no. <laughs> so, and I had a very full makeup uh, done of a witch. And at a certain point, the room just went wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the bathroom. I went upstairs, came out of the bathroom, and I face planted down into the white comforter bed. Oh, oh no. with your makeup. Yeah, so when my husband and my friend found me and peeled me off, it was like a death mask. <laughs> it was a witch <laughs> bed. A witch imprint. So I was like, oh my gosh. They, they literally hauled me. My feet were dragging, like they're dragging the witch out. So wow. the next day, I called the girlfriend. I'm so sorry. I suppose I left my face printed on your bed. But she goes, oh, don't worry. Those jello shots I made them with the cheap, basically grocery store label vodka. She goes, so you left your face, but then someone threw up on my bed too. So she's oh like, it's God. all good. I'm oh like, my yeah, God. maybe next time since you're a dentist, spend a little more money yeah. on the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> you still would have thrown up, I'm sure, but still. You, know. you reach an age in your life where jello shots are just probably not the best idea. Like, it's just yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Growing up in, in high school, I discovered that um, if you drank peppermint schnapps, you Ooh. had you had good breath for making out. <laughs> and so, like, I always was able to... <laughs> Until you throw up in their mouth. Because right. you've had too much yeah. peppermint schnapps. But, oh, boy. Are you like me when I was a teenager? I had so much of one thing. Like, I'll never have... What's the one with the gold? Jägermeister's just... Oh. Never. <laughs> Like it fucked me up to this day. Yeah, Jaeger's, Jaeger's pretty rude. It's, it's very rude. <laughs> yeah. Did you try to escape as a kid? Were you a drinker? Did you try pop? Well, everybody was. I mean, I, if anything, you, I was, a, I guess, a joiner. You know, yeah. like I went to an all boys Catholic school in Orange County that was so wild. Of course, see, when you say all boys Catholic school, people have this. You know, image of an all. No, it's they're the fucking craziest. I went to Catholic high school too. Same here. The, six girls in the my girls, grade were yeah, pregnant the, in this twelfth grade. Pregnant, all pregnant. What? Yeah. One with one of the teachers, and they're still married to this day. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty. I think we had one that was secretly pregnant, and she left to have left a baby. and then came back for graduation. I yeah. think I can top all of you. Oh, Ooh, I can't went wait. to high school with <laughs> Mary Kay Letourneau. <laughs> Okay, you fucking win. You? What? Yeah. What? I went I went to winter formal with her sister. No, no, yeah. no. Okay, okay, okay. You could have been in law. No, I'm salivating. <laughs> I'm salivating. So for those of you who don't know, where have you been? Mary Kay Letourneau was this woman who, when she was in her, I want to see, 30s? 30s? She Maybe was with 30s? a 13 year old boy and they her had student. Babies. They had babies. She was a teacher. She was married. Had she her got own pregnant. children. She had, I think, four. I believe four is the right number. She'd been married, I think it was like a college sweetheart mm-hmm. or something. They'd been married quite a while. She was a um, teacher. I think the kid was somewhere 12, 13, 14, right around there. And she got pregnant by him and then went to jail for her crime. Mm-hmm. And then when she got out, they f- were caught doing it again in a car on her like the, on her furlough yes, or something. Yeah. And so then she went back again. And she's now with the guy still, I think. And they I, have two children that mm-hmm. are like, like, I mean, he's like 32 now. No, they're like teenage girls now. Yeah. And I think they, oh my God. every once in a while, they'll do a special on Nightline or Dateline Like, or where are they now? What's happening? Yes. And he definitely looks shell-shocked still. Like, you yeah. how did I... Well, I was there. I should have been, you know, yeah, having fun with my friends. But okay, tell me about her. What was she like? Well, 
like I said, I dated her sister. Um, but their that must have been very, crazy when that the family was very, very wealthy. And wow. what do I want to say? I mean, all, all this stuff is pretty public. Yeah. But um, her father was um, a state senator. Uh, and yeah, he was, and he ran that. for president I in 1972. He was a John Bircher, which yep. was super uber conservative. conservative. Yeah. And then her mother was um, a very, very pretty woman who, back when cable TV was really cable TV, like between two ferns type. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. So oh, they had Fernwood Tonight. Remember that? Yeah. Show? yeah. So she had um, the mother had a talk show, a political debate show where she was the conservative and Gloria Allred was the liberal. Wow. Oh my God. And, um, that's crazy. So they like were, a local show yeah, on cable about fascinating. Yeah. And then, um, Oh my God. Uh, Mary Kay was beautiful Yeah, and very popular. And I would say a, par- a party girl. Yeah. Um, who but, married her, college sweetheart I yeah, think right yeah okay and then and did you date her younger sister or yeah, older? yeah, okay. yeah. Um, she's, wow she's like two years older I think but yeah. um they had a lot of family tragedy in their lives they did yeah um one of her and I believe I have this right her youngest brother drowned in their family pool oh. I think when she was babysitting like oh, when she was man. 13 or something oh, that's you know hard. Like, and I think it I think that may have you oh, know, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I know, I know it would destroy anybody mm-hmm. in general, but I think you could add a layer of guilt onto yeah. that. And, um, yeah. uh, how interesting that that's accurate. Cause then it was a 13 year old boy that she had an affair yeah, with. So you kind of go like, Whoa, well, here's more, here's mm-hmm. more. Her dad turned out had a secret family. He was a law professor as well. And he had a two children by one of his law students. This is all public. So, wow. Yeah. So there was a lot of. Oh my God! Wait, he, so he was a stuff. teacher who ended up having kids with his a student. Mm-hmm. Oh well, there you go. That's interesting. Yeah, and that all came out. I mean, it was all and how, she was like a, just a teacher. Did, she was a, Mary Kay was a teacher of was it grade, grade school? school? Yeah, yeah, grade yeah. School. Did you was ever, in grade school? Oh when God. this was all going on, did you ever reach out to the sister that you had gone to? No, I mean it had been. Also, what do you yeah, say? I like, hey, you I hear your sister's in the news. <laughs> What's you going know? on? No, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, I thought they were they were both very nice girls, yeah. and obviously, we yeah. don't know everything of what makes them or who make, knows? make people make the choices they make. Uh, Except yeah. there are some weird things that happened in her past yeah. that I go, oh, hmm. yeah, um, that's when curious. people are like, how could the, how could I remember yeah. I was at the gym and she was being interviewed on the news but you know the sound is off and i guess there was a, a woman next to me watching the same thing and she was trudging away and she goes i mean how how could a woman make such crazy decisions what what went on in her life and i yeah. kind of i didn't answer her yeah like, oh well yeah i know some of it yeah <laughs> you know it gives you a layer of more i guess not it's not empathy, understanding but simp- but- it was a little it was like oh yeah i get okay that could have helped along with that thinking process because i thought the same thing and then when you have kids you know my daughter's 12 i'm like how is this even like one more year my son who'll be 10 and i think of him at 12 i'm like you'd want to kill any woman trying to seduce but you know our lives are such crazy tangled webs of gray there's not black and white it's yeah i mean she went to jail which probably should have you know Mm -hmm. done that but i that's right she got out and i remember they got back and i was like well maybe this is love i remember thinking this is crazy and then they got back and i had another child and then they did this follow-up and you're right it was sort of where are they now and there they were on a couch together and they're still together and i was like this is incredible yeah 
And how I, I don't know how much older she was than him, but it was sig- oh, oh him, right, like no, she 20, was like years? she was like thirty-four, 30, and he yeah, was 13. like twelve or thirteen. You know, no, it's beyond. Now your hometown, <sighs> Fullerton. Do you ever go back and visit or have any reunions or? No, I, there's no nobody's really there anymore. Like my family-wise, my, my parents um, left California in the late '80s because, uh, or they left Orange because Orange County was getting too crazy. My parents oh, are very. They, they're are they very conservative Republicans down there? Because that was very. Yeah, it was of, at the time. Because I lived there. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I lo- I lived in Huntington Beach. Oh my God, I loved it. And people are like, oh, you're behind the orange curtain. I go, I don't even know what that means because I had just moved here from Miami. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, well, there's a lot of white Republicans. I'm like, a lot of great people down here. I just, it was so much fun. It was a life. great place to grow up oh, in. God. I think. Yeah. I, I could never live there now. I mean, it's just so different, different from what, than yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were orange groves. It was yeah. literally that. That's. Did you feel that Hollywood was a life, like a, a lifetime away, or was it accessible? Like, did you grow up loving movies? I was a cinephile in Canada, going, "I'm going to go to Hollywood one day." How did you grow up here? I had no. I mean, my 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 parents are con- very conservative, Catholic. Um, people and they despise Hollywood. So, so when you started all, getting successful, how was that for them? They were already out of here. They were already out. Um, they, I, you know, I'm pretty sure I broke their heart when I said, "Oh, oh that you know. that expensive USC education. No I'm gonna I'm gonna go wait. I'm gonna sling pasta." Oh my you know? god, that was <laughs> hard for them. I bet. Um, I'm kind of glad they weren't here to see it in person. How many siblings <laughs> do you have? Do you have brothers and sisters? One of each. I'm the oh. youngest of three. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Are they anywhere around you or are they? No, in the everybody's business? moved. Everybody's left California. You're the only one here. Yeah. Oh wow. Are the they in all like different states? Yep. Would you much. ever consider leaving? I know a lot of people right now are thinking California has changed a lot, and we I have. Would, I would have. I would love to move out if my business wasn't dependent upon it here. Although I know, I know people that do do it, but and fly in and do. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I. You like being in the mix a little bit still? Yeah, and, so you, and I'm from here, you know, yeah. so this is my home, home and I do like it. We have a place um, out in the country that we like. Oh, so. Did yeah. you, so you get away. Yeah. Was your place affected by the fire, your second home? Yes. I thought so oh, on shit. Twitter yes. and... Yeah, so... Was it, it the last fire? Last year? It was, the, it was the Thomas fire, which oh, was God, um, yeah. 2018, yeah. Uh, December 8th. And wow. um, yeah, a year it was... Ago. It was uh, it, Cre- no, no, no. Then it was 17. Sorry. Okay. Um, it was awful. I mean, we we lost a couple structures and we oh. miraculously a couple that we were one that we had just built or were in the oh process of building because I think it had been um, in the state of construction it was in where there were basically it was dirt all around oh. it. So it was like a natural fire break. But also, I mean, it was raining fire. So I don't know how anything didn't go. It was crazy. And and you just watched it. I mean... Were you there when the fire was... Did you have to... No, I was was working. And I kept getting updates, you Uh, know, like... And I thought, oh, it'll never get to us. And then um, they started doing those live updates on Twitter and whatnot. And there was like a map and it looked like a pair of hands just circling the city of Ojai and strangling it. And um, it was was sickening. Awful. Oh, sickening. And when you had the opportunity to, to go up and see it in person, what was that like? It must have been brutal. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll show you. The pictures looked like a war you, zone. A war, exactly like a mm-hmm. war zone. And there was, I mean, we couldn't go up for four days until four days after they wouldn't let us. Mm. Um, but you couldn't see the sun. 
four days oh, after yeah and at noon Ash, you couldn't like, see it yeah you um there were still smoldering piles all over our property of just oh my gosh. you know and then you'd kick open some stuff and there there'd be embers there you know and this was four days unbelievable after. yeah and we truly i mean it was very difficult because you know you you're building your dream, dream home, home and yeah. and it goes up like that but <clears throat> compared to what happened yeah with everybody else and like the you know the the floods got us too yep oh and because no. it was right after it but you know there were i think 17 people that died in montecito or something the, the mud uh, slides were i just remember rivers of mud coming down yeah. roads and for, it, like they closed the 101 mm -hmm. it was insane so and, we feel yeah. grateful well, yes to, for everything we mm -hmm. have you know oh yeah when you think about mother nature's fury i the, the ocean hurricanes tsunamis fire mudslides you cannot like when you're looking at it on the news or you're covering it it's one thing when you're there it's just like it's like you said it's surreal it's like a war zone if you're affected by it it has long lasting effects but anyway the bottom line is you you can rebuild as they yes, say yes. you can't you know one life that's the end of that and so have you started to rebuild? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, weirdly enough, the property within six months looked like Ireland, you know, because... Oh, the, the rain. Yeah, yeah and well, and all, all that fire, there are benefits to fire, you know, wildfire, in that it, it fertilizes the property. And if you get wow. water after that, like, I mean, the, the wildflowers we had were the craziest bunch that we'd ever seen wow. in our lives. You know, I'm growing up here, like, it was, it was funny. Somebody asked me, what's your least favorite weather and i i've always said wind i hate the wind and it's because i grew up in part of my time in diamond bar too oh that's and, windy and and it was all just rolling hills it was especially back then there was nothing there and except a new housing development and we were i mean a couple of times a year we were on our roof with water oh, um, yeah. to wet down the roofs because the fires would come through and yeah. it was always in the winter that's what people don't know it's not about yeah. heat no it was freezing never, cold yep. and windy and dry and that's yeah. what made that fire that's right. go yeah santa anna's don't necessarily mean like oh it's blustering warm it could be exactly what you're saying and i think that throws people off and but i you know i love california even for all of its horrible natural disasters i can't imagine living anywhere else and i feel like that area up there is paradise because it just it's so removed from this mm -hmm. and you can still come down and dabble in hollywood when you have to but yeah. to be up there you really remove from it. That's why I love Santa Barbara so much. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it it feels like you're in a different, you, you know, like you, you really are in a different place. Montecito, Ojai, Santa Barbara. There's a reason that they're, you know, I just that's my getaway. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful up there. Yeah. Do you think you'll live there full time someday? Yeah, that's the goal. You know, I'll I'll probably work a little bit here and there, you know, from there. But you know, after a couple more years here, and when we finish building because obviously we got some setbacks but um yeah uh yeah that's the idea and so do you think it would be hard to leave the business completely or will you always dabble in it whether it's producing directing or are you just at some point would you be able to walk away and be like i'm, I'm fine uh i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see i, I hope you don't i know <laughs> well and i think truly what would be great is to just come down for right you know things that you like like Ted Danson has a place up there, and yeah. he's done that for 20 years. So I mean, and he's had, gosh, his career's Amazing. total upswing. I like yeah. when he's on Curb. He's so great. With but he's, good place. He's and so yeah. Good. Yeah, I good directed place. an episode of that, and he... Of um, Curb or Good Place? Of Good Place. Oh, that's such a great show. He, um, 
like I was very, very nervous to give him notes. And yeah. he's so nice. He's so nice. And I, honestly, like he's, I, I think he, I would call him insecure. Like he, he, after a take, he would be like, was that any good? I'm like, are you, are you kidding? <laughs> it was fucking great. Yeah. You know? Um, so funny. And, but, but what I liked was eventually I just started to tease him and say really mean things. <laughs> and he, he just pulled me aside and goes, I like you. You're dark. <laughs> so, uh, he's, he's but you have to get to a dog. comfort level to get to that point where you want to you can do that throughout the darkness. Oh, but sometimes I, I really blow it. Like come in guns blazing. Like, yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to be that guy and see what happens. And, it's not always gone my way. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this maniac? Yeah. Like, you know, my dad used to always say, um, find the biggest man in the room and take them down first and mm -hmm. then nobody will mess with you. Yeah. But I think he meant like in a in a fight yeah. or something, not not when you're like auditioning for hey, a job. Fuck you, Al Pacino, yeah. get over here, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, like I've I've tried it before in like pitching a TV series to NBC and I've been like, well, look, you you guys obviously need new shows. You know, it was like when they were when they were when they were last in the ratings, you know, a few years ago. I was like, clearly you need me. And, or, clearly you need me. I don't know. Let's see what you got first. <laughs> Do you remember Liz? I did this skating show called Skating with Celebrities and I got this beautiful arrangement of flowers and it was from Ted Danson and Mary Steenberg. Yes. I was like, how do they, do they know me? They're just so lovely. I guess they watched the show and they were entertained and they wanted to do something See, nice. that's sweet. But it's, that's their, that's, that's him. He's just, he doesn't, you know. Is he cool. Canadian? No. Yeah, because I still feel like people connect no. with you because you're Canadian. Yeah, yeah many but... of them did from, from being <laughs> from Canada. Uh, a lot of the, there's some brilliant shows going on now. Even, do you know Schitt's Creek? Um, I came to that party late and uh -huh. uh, I really, mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. I'm it's like such an two seasons in maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I, because it's a Canadian show and Canadians all stick together and they're like, this is the greatest show. It's Eugene Levy and his son Dan and his uh, daughter. And I started watching it and it was kind of like my life growing up. My uncle had a motel and he had like a gas station <laughs> and it was the middle of bumfuck Canada. And it was just the quirkiest characters and like the guy who ran the garage is, you know, so I loved it and I really got into it. And I thought, I wonder if it's different being Canadian humor. And then it started, people started talking about it down here and I was like, oh, so it's not just a Canadian thing and it's really taken off. So I think comedy has changed in that it's going in very interesting directions right yeah. do you find that it's a lot more um not risque because we have cable now we can do anything and streaming opened all that streaming up. Yeah. completely mm -hmm. changed everything um and that helps with watching binge watching things but it's changed the way people imbibe their entertainment so it used to yeah. be like mad tv you'd watch it once a week mm -hmm. now you can watch 13 episodes of a show and you get where you're like where the fuck did my weekend go i've been watching this i did that with veep right you know, that's another amazing oh show. Oh my God. Um, casting director, Allison Jones. Nice. Brilliant. Brilliant. To me, Veep was one of, I was going through chemo and you're like, you know, hugging your pillow all weekend. And I was like, I need shows you guys. And I would put it on, on Twitter and I had like 50 people saying Veep. And I was like, I don't fucking know. I think I, I think I did sent, you, I was one of those people that, <laughs> well, let me that. thank you for that now because it, I couldn't stop. I started on a Friday after the radio show and it was Sunday night, and I'm like, oh my god, I I, I didn't move all weekend. The kids might have been with their dad, I guess, but uh, well, you hope they weren't there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They could have been home. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was watching Veep. Veep is so brilliantly written. Yeah, it's like every character is fucking better than the next. I know. know. I, I honestly like 
I watch a lot of things and I'll say like, I think I could do that. Yeah. You know, I'd like to be part of that. Yeah. But with this, I kind of thought like, I'm, I'm never going to be that good. And wow. Yeah. I, I would be totally intimidated. And isn't it, it funny that a, a person like you and the characters that you create and what are derived from, I could see in that show because, you know, every scene was gold. There was, there were no throwaway scenes. So if, you know, Selena was in one scene, then they cut to, you know, whoever, and it was just gold and then gold and then gold. You're like, is every scene funny? Yeah. I mean, they, how they, do they do they that? They were very I don't sharp, know. very quick. It's kind of how I feel about a lot of Tina Fey yeah. written shows. I honestly think 30 rock. Yeah. Like uh, the joke machine. Also, um, Kimmy Schmidt, like, Oh, oh yeah. Brilliant. The, the machine gunning out of jokes that That's they did. Term. I don't, know how the, they do honestly it. yeah i was like i could never i couldn't write this show you know i couldn't keep up they're just so good well i've read a lot about saturday night live and and just knowing david spade and reading the books and and seeing that machine that is saturday night live you know i don't know how it was on mad tv and how you guys wrote and how you but this saturday night live grind seems like it's insane like from Monday yeah well Sunday. they i think the whole fact that they're live adds yeah that other um, element of a wrinkle to it that you know, on Mad TV, one of the things that I think was a little bit of an advantage for us was that we could do a second take and then they could take yeah. the best. Yeah. Or or we could, you know, hey, change this, it a little this, or edit it down. If it's like, you know oh. what, really the first three minutes work and then the last two don't. Let's just make this a three minute sketch. Yeah. You know, on SNL, it is, is what it is right because there. it's live, mm -hmm. you know, so if there is a dry patch or whatever and somebody couldn't run in and say like, how about this for I a know. new blow, you know, blow to the scene. So I, I really think what they do is the degree of difficulty is very high. I remember um, being on the set with Max Munchnik and David Cohen who created Will and Grace. And so they had this sitcom called Good Morning Miami and they were doing um, Jillian Barbary tests and they had like tested 17 girls and they're like, fuck it, let's just bring her in. And I went in and we all got along great. And so they said, we have like a three episode thing. And that turned into 10. But here's why I'm bringing this up. I would be on set and we'd do a scene and there's an audience. They go cut. Okay. And then they'd all get in a huddle and they'd rewrite jokes and they go, okay, do it this way now. Do it this way. Mm -hmm. And I was so new to this. I was like, oh my God, we got to redo it now. I thought that was really funny. But they they were so quick in rewriting these jokes that mm -hmm. it would get a better laugh the second time. And just seeing that process is so amazing to me. Yeah. To, to that was my favorite part about Mad TV, frankly, was we would get to do a second take and I would, especially after a few years and with certain actors and certain directors, I would say like, okay, so we're going to have a new ending. Just stay wide. You know, do you want to know what it is or do you want to just watch it? And you know, many, we got in the spirit eventually, unless it was something you had to yeah. let them know about. So we were kind of improvising, improvising. on camera and th those were so fun. I wanted to ask you about Spy because that some of the, the oh the, did you improvise any of that? With oh yeah, I mean, oh my god! It, I mean, but it was so it's brilliant and it felt that quick. Yeah, I, there was. I mean, that scene <laughs> we shot was about probably fourteen minutes long. You know that they <laughs> yeah. just edited it into whatever it was. Oh, but it's just one of my favorite movie scenes ever. Every time I go back to it, I pee my pants laughing because I love your rapport with her and your serious face and her being so disappointed. And it just is magical. <laughs> and I had no idea of your background. Isn't it funny, like one scene that stands out in a very funny movie. She had so many scenes in that that were just like ridiculously funny. But 
I watched that it on makes a plane sense now. and I was belly laughing out loud. You know, I love that yeah. you uh, were able to improvise because it, it just looked really natural and seem seemingless, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, and you know, Melissa and I improvised what? together for 20 years or so so it it's so She's comfortable so and paul brilliant. the director is yeah is um you know a lot of directors are scared of people you know improvising mm. and whatnot stick and to the script yeah even if they didn't write it or it's just weird so, you know yeah but paul has and he's no qualms he's the guy he's eccentric with this like he loves to wear really dapper he, he wears outfits. a full three three-piece piece suit. suit every day of every shoot which you know people i think Amazing. probably know but like 15 hours a, a day a in day a suit in a su suit That's... with with not comfortable shoes but like you know um wingtips or yeah. something and like he's a throwback to the 30s like very yeah. dapper 40s. Yeah. very dapper and man. we shot that in budapest and there's no air conditioning in the oh. summer in budapest at budapest Shut budapest um and there's, there's no Buda and there's pest yes yes, yes. yes. So um, there wow. was no air conditioning. That's it's, crazy. I, I mean, we were all dying. And he's there in a three-piece. And three -piece. he's there in a three-piece do, doing his Directing job, smiling. Directing in the heat, <laughs> yeah. You know what that movie was? A Simple Favor what, that he directed. That's right? it. Boom, it came back to you. Yeah. With Blake Lively. Yeah. It just means she's only been halfway paying attention. That's yeah. right. I feel like, time. Yeah, damn it, what was the name of that? What, Mad TV? Like, yeah, Wait, what was the name of that? My parents passed away in a fiery <laughs> crash. <laughs> and Jillian's thinking... Now when thinking, you did Spy. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> You're hilarious. No, what, was, what was the title of that? <laughs> Paul Feig. Let me get back to that for 45 minutes That's ago. her internal monologue. <laughs> do you know what? I've been in interviews where people do that shit, where I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I was adopted, and then I found my birth family. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so and I'm like, that is, oh, that's that funny. Is so like true. my mother gave me up for adoption when she was in like, that. Oh, that's right. What a oh laugh, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Terrific. Um, <laughs> like I was molested. Yeah. Oh wow, that's oh, interesting. Fantastic. Wow. That's and where you get this whole thing sexual. Okay, we get it. Yeah. Yes. I was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, know, there's nothing worse than a um, person who's a not listening. Terrible interviewer, oh, isn't there? God, and I've been through a few of those because when you're, I've been on both sides. Yeah, when you you know like both ends of it, right? Yeah. So, um, and he means that sexually, yep. but uh, I do. And be <laughs> it's called a poke and choke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, and oh, I've been in this, I've been in that situation where it's just they're not listening, and then I've also been in the situation where I think I'm not. Am I listening? No. No, I think it's. And then you both realize you look at each other like we're, we're not both listening. Not listening. The Who are you? But uh, honestly, to me, the worst always feel like they're um, red carpet. They are, and the I worst. and I have sympathy for that because it is a, such an artificial thing. But I don't. I don't know. When, about that. Who are you wearing today, though? Seriously, that sweater. Who are you wearing? <laughs> this. Um, this whole thing, I don't know. I'll have to check. <laughs> I just threw it on uh, for the no, red carpet. Like, uh, and you can watch the interviewer as they see if, like, oh, I yes. don't know, Lady Gaga's Bigger four name. people behind, you know, and you're like, uh huh. That's when you get the one. molested. And like, oh, <laughs> cool. So happy <laughs> holidays. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, and a Lady Gaga. You know. It's so It's so true. They spot them behind you and they're like, Oh my god, bigger name line too. How am I gonna get rid of this asshole? And it's like, Okay, happy holidays. Yeah. Moving along. Lady Gaga. It's <laughs> and then Lady Gaga doesn't come over because she doesn't care about the local smokles. Yeah. So then you're like, ah oh, shit. And have, how about this him. though? Like I've four, some movies have done the red carpet and they're so mean. Like the <laughs> you see that it would be the Jillian Barbary, the publicist comes up to Jillian yeah. or, or some yeah. handler of yours or something. You know, hey, I have Michael, Michael McDonald. McDonald. Would you like to blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you'll see sometimes it'll be like, all right. You know, like, <laughs> 
so unenthusiastic. Yeah, because there's no, uh, sure. Yeah, and you're like, we'll do uh, you a favor. Yeah, or sometimes like there's something being said and then the publicist comes back and goes, um, no, we can move on. It's good. Yeah, Let, yeah. Let's move on. They try to be nice about it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. oh, I just right. got turned down. Yeah. In, in the early days, you know, the companies of my friends in their career, and so they would want to arrive early to the red carpet. That is a whole different energy that is yeah. so, I mean, all of a sudden the interview is like, I've got 45 minutes to stand with you here because there's yeah. no yes. one else. else is here. And then soon as you feel an energy, like further back, that's Bradley things Cooper. Are right. Oh yeah. my gosh. They're shoving you off the carpet. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I actually I despise, this is the grossest thing I'm ever going to say, but I hate <laughs> doing red carpets because yeah. they make me, they give me tremendous social anxiety. And, and I feel like you, there's no, you never win. Yeah. You know, like I agree. You're gonna Are look you like an idiot. one of those people? Like I see people on the red carpet. That Sandy Bullock's a great example. Um, she's just effortless, but she's actually, and you know, she's one of the coolest women I've ever met in the business. And you know, seeing her outside of this business, you get an idea that this is who she is as a person. Her moral fiber is pretty solid, and so she's the same Sandy on the red carpet as she is having a dinner with you with your baby. Like she's just yeah. so. Mm -hmm confident and not in a cocky way but just in a really comfortable way it's almost so normal and i would watch her and go god i wish i could be like that on the red carpet but i just can't be yeah she's pretty normal yeah and but she's also a very focused person yeah and uh in life and i think work yeah i had um i think it was first five we went to the um they had the premiere in new york and Susan Sarandon, who had worked with Melissa on Tammy. That's uh, right. And, her mother. And she had come on Mad TV and done a, a couple of sketches with me oh, over so the great. years. And she happened, I, I was doing stand-up that weekend. She came and saw my show. And, and I You I were doing stand-up in New York. Yeah. And so she she just showed up at the, at the show all mm. by herself. And um, wow. so I just said, hey, I, I know this is weird, but do you want to come to, I, I'm sure she, you know, who wants to go to a screening when you're in the business? Nobody yeah. does, I didn't yeah. think. She's like, uh, yeah, that's Melissa's movie. Yeah, I'll do it. So we show up on the red carpet. Um, <laughs> and of course, everybody wants to talk to her. She's not in the movie. and <laughs> But everyone wants to talk yeah. to her. And there, there was something going on. And she goes, um, I don't know why you're asking me. He's the one that was in the movie. He's really good at it. And I go... You haven't seen the movie. She's like, I just figured you are. Like, she she does not it. give two shits about anything. It. She doesn't have to. And she's the best. Oh my God. I like people when I'm on the red carpet, when I was doing the other side of it, I, I'm a big believer in everybody has a time to shine. So I remember calling people over and the producer being like, who's that? I'm like, how do you not know who this is? Like I was younger on that show. So I had my finger on the pulse of the really cool shit that was going on. And so I would have to tell them, or even when I was on the NFL, I'm like, no, I'm talking, are you kidding me? Like this is uh, Aaliyah or this is whoever it is. And I loved that or getting talent that was not quite broke yet, but mm -hmm. they were up and coming. Mm -hmm. And I remember I used to talk about Ryan Seacrest because we were socializing a lot. Then he just moved out. He was doing radio and Steve Edwards used to turn to me and go, who in the hell is this Ryan Seacrest you bring up on <laughs> wow. daily? Why do you keep talking about the Dan band? But I loved cultivating younger talent and then seeing them, you know, kind of Didn't explode. you want Gerard Butler on one time? Oh my God, yes. That was a good story. And yeah. our producer was like, nobody knows who Gerard Butler is. I'm like, yeah, I think we do. <laughs> and we saw him in 300 with his abs. And furthermore- This is post 300? Yeah. yeah. Furthermore, I want Zack Snyder, who's a fucking fan of the show. He's coming on. She's like, who the hell? I go, he's a director. He directed 300. Fought with her, fought with her, fought with her. We get him on the show finally. And- Everybody, like, he's smoking on the dock. All the girls are going crazy. And it was a really fun segment. And 
we saw the ratings a couple days later and they were really great. And so we're in a production meeting and the big boss said, fantastic, Gerard Butler, whose call was that? She's like, you're looking at her. Uh, you're welcome. It was me. And I was like, fought everyone. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, Jillian didn't want him. Didn't even know who it was. Uh, so yeah, there are those stories and you just, it is what it is. I used to like doing the set visits though for the Good Day LA because to me, they were more fun. Like you're on, so you're in your own home turf. You're not coming on Good Daily in your monkey suit, talking right. about the show. You're not promoting. You're on your own set. You're comfortable. You're with your people. And I remember when the Mad TV was rolling I out. I was you a one time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we went fun. and actually went to the. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. I would love that ensemble cast. The whole idea mm -hmm. of working with the same people mm -hmm. every week that are you're friendly with that you they get you and you can tell there's a really good rapport and everything rapport. yeah 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 with well, a movie it's a little different right because you come in it might be that they already know each other it's good that you already know you know melissa and stuff but do you ever get on a set where you're like oh shit they're a family and i'm coming in to do a, a part and it's like ah uh, or do you just get into your character uh both i'm like i just i think i could say this i'm pretty sure i just shot the new halloween that's coming out Ooh. and um i watch horror fan so I'm I just saw the last, like the, the latest 2018. one. So this is the sequel so you, to that. Is Judy Greer back? I know Judy. I love Judy. Um, yes. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Uh, oh my God. I've never, so here's have you what been happens in a horror movie? Well, I, actually, Roger yes, Corman. I've been yes. in tons. I've yeah, died on that. camera like 30 times? times in, I, including Leprechaun 2. I saw Leprechaun 2. No, I was looking at your bio and I was going, cause my son was like, you know, is obsessed with you in Ghostbusters and we're going down, we're going down and I'm seeing all these horror movies and I go, yeah. holy shit. That's where I got my start. Yeah. So why my, am I asking you if you've done horror? horror. You fucking got your start yeah. there. Oh. Horror. Horror. Film. And now you're in the biggest horror movie to me franchise that outside of you know. Yeah. I'm. You know. Come on. Don't uh, yeah. get bigger than come this. Come on. It's so how did they? How did that happen? Um, did they go? My God, he was in Leprechaun too. Did no, you see how he died? No, it was. It, that was another <laughs> weird thing. The director emailed me um, because he and I had tried to work on something else about five years ago. David Gordon Green. Wow. And he was known primarily for comedy. Uh, you know, he did Pineapple Express. Oh, and, love um, that. And then they do Righteous Gemstones and um, Eastbound so and Down. Oh, so Danny McBride. Danny McBride that's his people. Yes. Okay. They're, they're like, they have a oh, mafia. That, fucking the likes of which, yeah. Okay. So, I like uh, how everyone has their mafia posse. It's like yeah, Seth I Rogen get it. and Evan mm -hmm. Goldberg. And then you've got, the, yeah. yeah, of course. Everyone yes. needs that. So uh, he, he emailed me and said, we talked about doing a movie together do you still want to make a movie together and I texted back are you kidding I would do a snuff film with you <laughs> and not knowing at all what what he had was and he goes well it's funny close. you should say uh, it's very close to oh, something like that oh my god it's like so, it's horror when will porn that come out for Halloween 2020 holy oh, shit so you've already all shot right. it yeah oh so but your question about was about going on a set where there's right. already established so, cast yeah so this is not just have they they've been established in this movie but they've yeah, been established franchise. for 40 years you yeah. know Jamie um, Lee my god yeah so and that was I my first her. day on the set I walk into the trailer and there's Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis and um, she's super fun. Oh my God, she's incredible. Yeah, she's she. I think it's okay to say she's, she's got a bit of a button loose, but oh like in God, the best in sense, the best of ways. Yeah. So she was like, uh, came right at me and was oh, very I, very fun. I can imagine that must have been quite an experience. Wow, that's really cool. I yeah. did. That's oh my God, I'm so excited. And I think I'm. I think it's going to be really good. I think. The last one was mm -hmm. so satisfying and I loved everything about it. Um, and I love that Judy was in it because I love Judy Greer. She's just a... Oh, yeah. I mean, do you know her husband writes on Bill Maher? Like he's not, no, he's not a writer. He's an executive producer. 
Oh, like, really? Yeah. I've never met her before, but she was very you sweet. Had it. Yeah, she's yeah. A, well, she's always the best friend. She's like, oh, J-Lo's in a movie. She's yeah. the, and I'm the best friend. <laughs> oh, guess what? I'm, I'm the best friend. I'm yeah. cast as the best friend. And so I liked seeing her in this where she was the daughter and she had a little more, you know, uh-huh. a meatier role to mm-hmm. sink her teeth into. But, uh, oh, God, I'm so excited about it that so you yeah. can really span the are you playing a villain in this i don't know what i can say did about, you have to do I'm a boston about, accent no no it didn't. <laughs> um i don't i don't know what i can say beyond don't, that, yeah, that don't, okay. don't, we, you want to be surprised anyways because you oh, love absolutely. That, that whole Genre. franchise yeah too of halloween do you want to know a really weird insight and i think you already know this so we worked with the original michael myers did you know that at fox as I worked with her no. husband at Fox. Will, his name is Will, and he was the little six-year-old boy who comes out at the end in the clown suit with the knife. Oh, and he ended up being, um, he worked in the tapes at Fox. Really good-looking guy. And he goes, and he still does all the, like, because once you're in that, oh, oh the fan. Wow. That's what everyone's yeah. telling me. Oh, get yes, ready. Michael. You can go do those whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, once uh, you're in the family. Conventions or something. And oh, forget or- about it. And there will be people like, oh, and once you're just even a small role, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're in that family. And then you go and they introduce you because I've done a couple comic cons, not in them, but the guy I was dating was, he had movies there. And um, it's a whole other world. They are passionate. Yeah. But it's like a imagine. whole side business that you can have. If you, uh, so a side hustle. Yeah. If you, you want. make money. Yeah. But so. you're happy where you're at. I can't imagine if you don't like red carpets, I can't imagine you at a comic con. <laughs> Or a horror con <laughs> waiting to get interviewed. Well, I guess... They do panels, which is Yeah, panels easier. and stuff is probably better. I don't know. And mostly about the red carpets is because it's not... It, I you know. just I just don't it's feel gross. like... Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I get anxiety. I used to hate that aspect, even having to do anything. I'm like, why the fuck am I here? And why? who's going to want to talk to me? Yes. And then you have a publicist pushing you out there. No, you've got to do it. Or mm-hmm. Liz would be like, it's fine. I'm like, they're going to throw rotten fruit. She's like, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had major anxiety attacks. Yeah. Or also they'll do this thing where they'll be like, so um, impeachment's in the news. <laughs> what is your, what, how, if you were a senator and, or if, or if Stuart from Mad TV was a, congressman how would he vote and then they stick the microphone in your face like like they've just set you up for a, a real gem and they're like the what? i don't want to do my character i don't want to talk about politics, politics i don't yeah. want to like blech. and then the, when you say wait, anything the one, the they'll they be do, like oh i think they got you one time sorry to interrupt you yeah. but it was basically someone who just died mm-hmm. and like literally while you're in hair and makeup you have no idea you get right. like did you just hear of the passing? You yes. Know, so, and you're so, going, so, <laughs> I just want a glass of wine. I yeah. understand what you're saying. And a message course, of hope for somebody. <laughs> what would you have to say to his family? Yeah, the I tsunami didn't know happened. him, yeah. but yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And <laughs> but, you, you can't come up with anything And if you're a comedian, sincere. they expect you to be funny. Right. They, but they when they've done the setups, like... Ugh, Dance monkey. Know. Yeah. No, it's pretty it's pretty bad i remember doing a red carpet was when i was transitioning from asking questions on the red carpet to sometimes doing you know being in different things and i this truly happened i was walking the red carpet i was hosting something with um i believe it was maybe for bet with the wayans brothers oh yeah there was a girl on the other side and she was like incredulous that i was on that she's like what are you doing on that side and i'm like what what do you mean (laughs) she's like why are you over there and i'm like i'm presenting an award with the wayans brothers why i'm like uh, I guess I'm the token white chick. I don't know. <laughs> like it was just so the she was just confused and incredulous. And then another girl was hitting me with a water gun, bitch, because I was hosting a um, 
it was a thing for swim fan. It was this terrible movie. And I hosted the, uh, anyway, and it was at a, a pool and she's on the news locally for another station. And so she was hit me with her water gun as they were, as I'm answering questions, looking on the red carpet. I was like, I was, I was like, what the, what the hell is going on? Remember when Tom Cruise did that movie and somebody did something to him. They either got him with a water gun or he was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. And his handlers dove. You know, I didn't have any handlers. Of I tried to jump yeah, in there thank for you. you. It didn't work. But Tom had people in there. And he goes, no, no, no. Let let him tell me why he hit me with. I, I want to say like he sprayed him with mustard. It was, it was bad. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. And he was sort like, of like yeah. taking control, control of it. Control of it. I was like, maybe I should be a Scientologist because then I'll have control of the situation. But he handled it really well. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I'm impressed. Um, but yeah, the business, that's the shitty side of the business. But there's so many great sides of, of the business. For sure. Right. Oh. Way I mean, more. they're... Yeah. You get to play and get paid and have yeah, fun. Yeah, I still can't believe that I have made a, enough of a living to, you know, live on my own. I thought I was going to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, dead and homeless with Parmesan under my fingernails, <laughs> you know, after waiting tables for seven years. And then... And, you know, now that I get paid to work with people I like and meet all kinds yeah. of amazing people and... Uh, and, and so the, it, it works out and it, it makes you feel like you've got it all. Like personally, are you good in your per, per, yeah. per, professionally, personally, I you're happy? I couldn't be happier with wow. every single oh. aspect of things. That's I'm, so great. Which means nice. probably I'm due for a real Yeah, knock on some wood winner. right now. Be I'm careful. For oh, dinger. I know. I was. I had 20 amazing years. I was like, I wonder when the fucking shit. Oh, oh you're fired. Oh, you have cancer. Oh, you're divorced. Oh, your birth mother dies in your arms. You're like, beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. I'm getting hit with a water gun again in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just kind of roll with it. And you're like, okay, things have been so shit. They've got to go back the other way, yeah. you know? And I do think that there's a pendulum that swings and, you yeah. know, sometimes it's so your turn. get ready, Michael. Well, yeah. And, and look, look, don't get me wrong. I've had a, I've had a couple. Zingers. Well, your house. Jeez. That's a big one. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. But boy, I mean, one. much, much worse than that. But um, it only made me more grateful for, mm. yeah. you know, the things that I do have. Yeah. Well, I'm so thrilled that you were able to come and hang out today and talk to me about your amazing career. I've loved you for so long, and I know how busy you are, and I just want to thank you for coming. My pleasure. I, I love you. I feel like our level of knowing each other far exceeds the amount of time we've actually spent together, I but I just felt it's like so I true. knew you the first time I met you. Yeah, I felt the same way, so I'm glad that you decided to come back anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> you're the best. And we can check him out everywhere. He is on Twitter as well, but the best way to follow you, is it on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, Twitter. That's my only uh, social media it, thing. It's probably oh. smart. You're probably smart. And if I if, could get away without it, I would. I know. But you kind of have to keep <laughs> a little bit involved with the toe in the water because I just started branching out into the other ones. I'm like, what? How do people have jobs? I, you sit on your fucking Instagram all day, and it's like Instagram you Live, in, and the fucking Snapchat. Then you got the face and the live foot Facebook. TikTok. Yes. Ah, yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's you don't have a life. Yes. Your life becomes that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Although I was reading today, the youngest YouTuber who is the richest YouTuber, oh. twenty-eight million last year. He's uh, seven. It? He's seven. And he what's opening toys? He was the first one to start opening gifts, toys, when he was three, oh. and now he's seven, and he's worth twenty-eight million. He's the highest-paid YouTuber. All star. I think I've also blown all of that. Like somebody came to me about YouTube like twelve years yeah. ago. Hey, you know, would you ever want to do some YouTube content? You're like, like now, no, what is what this? This will never last. Then yep. ditto, like somebody for Twitter, like they said, you know, it helps you to promote your stand up. Um, you should go on Twitter. I'm like, and eh, now, like I've been wrong about all of it, all of it. We all have. Next been. time, someone comes, she says no. You should go. 
Yes. yes. Do the opposite that's game. Why, that's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> Don't do it. Do it. Don't do it. Michael McDonald, thank you for coming by. Adore you. Thank you. Love you back.